Welcome to Riverdale High Public Access. Episode 7. 7. The creepiest number. Mm, you thought it was 13, but it's not. It's because it's almost half of 13. <laughs> That's definitely, it's that definitely it. the spookiest. It's you not know how like when the you luckiest cut things in half, yeah. they're creepier. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair. Like half a body, creepier than a whole one. Which would you be more scared if you're just walking down the street? Uh, would you be more terrified to see a whole body or half of a body? I yeah, think half or... is scarier, honestly. That's true. <laughs> like if you just saw some pants walking down the street. Did you just watch Onward? No. Okay. But <laughs> I was gonna say because like that's you the mean plot the of Dungeons that. and Daddies ripoff movie? Uh, that's true. Yeah, the uh, Ron Stampler. Um, yeah. You know. Way to come up with the sampler theft. IP. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're, we're not doing a Dungeons and Daddies fan cast, although I've heard that that does exist. Um, I appreciate it. Yes, we're actually doing, um, well, I'm sure you guys know what you're in for if you're in episode <laughs> yes. seven. But for those who are just joining us, this is our watch series where episode by episode we are watching the first season of Riverdale, the CW and TV show. Boy, do we love it. Oh my god. And today's episode was a rough one. Um, it was heavy. Yeah. It was good, though. I, I really did enjoy it, honestly. It was very good, yeah. yes. A um, lot of development gave us some real meat to dig into. A lot of backstory that we have been dying for, uh, so that was really yes. nice to get. Yeah, um, that was like one of the first things we got, right, was a little bit of Jughead's yeah. backstory so let's that we've actually, been desperately yeah. wondering about. Since we're since we're already starting about it, uh, let's or starting about it, talking about it. Let's just go ahead and yeah. start. Um, so yeah, episode seven in a lonely place, which it was a lonely fucking episode. So it's pretty fair. Yes, agreed. Yeah, very glad bleak. we were watching it together and not alone. Yeah, agreed. God. Um, <laughs> and so it basically starts with that good old Jughead voiceover. Um, but it was Proud like, to love it. oh yeah, it was also like the most jarring start too, because it opens on seemingly the Cooper's dining room, um, where they're all having dinner, but they're dressed oh, and they look exactly like classic Archie. So, you know, yes. Jughead's got his big crown whoopee cap, Betty's yeah. dressed all like, you know, classic Betty. Mm-hmm. And then Hal hands, you know, Jughead's doing like, Is what, Thanksgiving what makes him- dinner? Seemingly. It's like a big family dinner that Veronica's at for some reason. Yeah. And then they, they, it's everybody's very smiling strange. and perfect. He says something about like what makes a place feel like home. Is it like an American dream kind of thing? So I think that's mm-hmm. what he's going for. Um, and then while after Hal hands him like the carving knife and he starts to carve the turkey, Archie walks up in his, yeah. his good uh, sweater vest and bow tie and is like, hey, why'd you stab me in the back? And then yes. walks away with a knife in his back, and Jughead, um, I think... Well, Jughead goes to carve the turkey ham, the, and the he realizes he's only holding the, like, fork thing, and he doesn't have a knife. Oh, I did not catch and that. And that's when um, Archie walks up, and he's like, hey man, why'd you stab me in the back? And then he turns around, and there's a missing knife. I mean, that makes a lot more sense, because I didn't catch that he only had, like, the fork. Um, I thought yeah. he was just... Archie no, he, was like, just... looked at the fork in his hand, and he's like, oh! I see, okay. Why'd you stop being the back? Oh god. What the fuck? Whoa. He, we, he's also seeing seemingly his dad drunk in front of the TV, I guess? Yeah, there's like, like weird cuts in there. Yeah, um, and then he wakes up, you know, and uh, we figure out yeah, obviously. So it was dream a dream, sequence. it yeah. wasn't weird. No, they they didn't just uni- change the aesthetic. Maybe it was an alternate universe. I mean, that sticks That's to our theory. That's what dreams are. Yeah, right? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we find out now that since the Starlight Drive-In, or whatever, is gone, mm-hmm. Jughead is living in the school um, underneath yes, a under staircase. Under the stairs. Very Harry Potter. Looks like a janitorial closet that's been forgotten or something. Yeah, something like that. Svensson got fired, and so... Anyway, um, but yeah. yeah, he like is living in the school and he walks down towards uh, the showers. We see him like kind of showering, like brushing his teeth, yeah, brushing his teeth ready. in the mirror. And Archie pops up behind him and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, just taking advantage of our great facilities at the school." And Archie's like, "No, dude, what, what the fuck's like, going seriously, on? Seriously, what are you doing here?" Because presumably yeah. it's like eight in the morning. 
or something like that. Like, school's not going on right now. It's earlier than school time. Exactly. I don't know what time school starts because I didn't go to public school, so... It's I'll always assume. different, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and... The, but it's it's dark out though. I think we the got question. the windows. It's dark. That's, yeah, I think you're right. If if not dark, like the sun is just coming up, mm-hmm. so um, it's pretty early. Yes, but that begs the question: What is Archie doing there? As well? I assumed practice. I thought so too, but, but I guess no we just else there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really explain I... that, huh? No, I think we're just supposed to accept. Like, well, yeah, Archie's there, but Jughead can't be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Archie's like, no, seriously, what's up? And so Jughead shows Archie his little stair cubby room. And um, yep. he, it's, it's just kind of like, yeah, he's sad. It's real rough, honestly. He's like, how long have you been living here? He's like, since the twilight closed. Yeah. I was living there. Because um, things, or we, we learn that things are pretty rough at home. Yeah. Um, he says that. His dad started her fell off the wagon was what the word the phrasing he used. Yes, I believe. And that um, we finally get an answer to what has happened to Jellybean and Jughead's mom, which is um, not that she's dead, which is what I've been worried about this whole time. Uh, yes, me as well, honestly. Okay, so Jellybean's not dead. Thank That's God. good. Yeah, kind of worried about that. Was too. Uh, <laughs> it sounds um, like after the. Whatever happened with Jughead's dad, who we're calling FP in this universe, yeah, which sounds a little really... awkward. It it is, but he um, never really did have a name, so they had to come up with something. Yeah, well, Jughead's parents weren't very deeply characterized in the comic. No, because the, no, they changed a lot, yeah. and their the yeah, characters changed. It, anyway. But the impression we get is after the falling out he had with Fred Andrews when he was fired. Yes. He fell off the wagon, things went bad with his relationship with his wife, and she left and took Jellybean with her. Uh, We don't know why she didn't take Jughead with her if she tried to and he didn't want to. It seems weird that she wouldn't, but I definitely don't don't have all the information here. Yeah, yeah, I I was wondering about that as well. and Jughead, you know, he his dad thinks he's been couch surfing, um, because like it seems like knew a... he was sleeping in the theater. Remember? Because he like oh popped yeah, her and he was like, "Hey, where are you gonna live now?" He's like, "I don't know, Dad." That's when, that's when we get the dad reveal. We find out that this sewer snake or whatever the <sighs> fuck his name is outside um, serpent. It, oh, I don't know what sewer snake is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a 1990s kids cartoon, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah. snakes. Oh God! Don't let him get you, Billy. Um, I don't know what that cartoon's about, but it sounds yeah. good. Um, yeah, no, that's when we find out that the Southside Serpent is Jughead's dad. You're right. So, so I don't know. Maybe he just exactly after what's going that, on he there. Was couch surfing. Who knows? But Archie immediately is like, "Well, come stay with me. It'll be fine. And I'll have my dad yeah. get your dad his job back." Isn't that part of Something that? like that. He, yeah, it's, I don't remember exactly what all we know, he says. All we know at this point about that is that he, Fred told, who did Fred talk to? Fred told about, someone that he was stealing things. Or he was, oh, I don't remember. I just, as far as maybe he was I talking know, to, we only knew the falling out. Like, that there was a falling out, okay. but we, we didn't get any real details. Because like, I think we get that later in the episode. Yeah. Um, all the details. Okay. But the, 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 this is when we cut to Veronica coming in. Well, technically, Smithers coming into the apartment, carrying a ton of shit for Veronica. Yeah. Um, and Hermione's like, hey, what's, uh, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, I just bought a bunch of shit. Go put it in my room, Smithers. Yeah. Retail therapy. And, and her mom's like, yeah. uh, we're, we can't yeah. spend this money. Yeah, we don't have a ton of money. Like, we're living we have just enough to cover our rent but if she owns the building i don't know what's going yeah, on there i thought she owned really it. sure what's happening with this i don't know plus she also has like a job so i don't know what's happening um basically it kind there's of explains a, why she was like making her waitress salary and still living in this fancy apartment doesn't explain why she has a butler still because that seems like if you're i think it comes with the building you know <laughs> 
I think if you, it's like a, you can, can't, cause can't you like, I guess pass that's down true. butlers? He's not like, Isn't that a weird thing that can happen? I mean, you still have to pay him though. That's true. I don't know. Maybe Hiram's paying him. Maybe he's, yeah, part of the rent or something. He pays his salary. <laughs> his salary is, is the rent. It's like yeah. a house elf situation. Um, no. Yeah. That's a slavery no, it's situation. Not. It's say, not that. I was like, that's not a house elf situation. That's bad. I'm not, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be a rough situation for Schmidt. Presumably he is free will. He's not allowed to wear clothes. Uh, and <laughs> that'd be a whole different universe yeah, of Archie. let's not watch that show. <laughs> no, let's not. Um, but basically what we get from this scene is that Hermione and Ron are having it a little bit rough right now because yes. um, Hermione is into Fred, as we saw in the last episode, and we also know that she has forged Veronica's signature to give Fred a contract to the Twilight Which Diving. Veronica um, knows about, because and Fred was like, hey, I'm so happy, I got this big contract I needed, and Veronica was like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something. And Reasonably, so she's Veronica unhappy is with that. Very understandably, yeah. I think, honestly, Veronica has more to be angry about than her mother does right now. Yes. Um, at least with Veronica, because, uh, anyway... Well, it sounds like um, her mom doesn't really want to talk about it or address it, and Veronica's like, well, I'm going to force your hand by being yes. shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, and that's kind of Veronica's kind of, I guess, plot line for this episode is forcing her mother to actually engage her yes. and admit that she fucked up and fucked her over. Um, but after that, it's just a very brief scene where Veronica's like, what are you going to do? And just kind of leaves. Yeah. Um, and then we have the whole gang in the super fancy student lounge at the high school. Yes. And Betty and Jughead are filling everyone in on what exactly happened with Polly. Yeah. And the car. Everything that happened there. Sheriff yeah. Keller. Mm-hmm. Because if you'll remember at the end of the last episode, Polly escaped and they found Jason's car and then the car got torched. Yes. And that's all we know, really. So, yeah, um, we get the end of their recap. Veronica yep. is like, we all should move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I she's appreciate the, it. Again, one of the few rational people. Yeah, she's just like we should get out of here, right? Like we should all move. <laughs> yeah, and they—I don't think they really address it. They just keep kind of talking. Yeah. Um, and they're basically just talking about this whole thing very loudly in a public place. Yeah, and so they keep very conspicuous of... girl in the background staring at mm -hmm. them. Who I, I correctly guessed was Ginger Lopez, which legitimately surprised me. Well, she's one of the um, few named. Girls, so it's not Betty or Veronica. That's true. There's um, only so many her a bit characters. Of a role in this one, though. She's a she's a Cheryl Crony, which is interesting. I guess she started out as kind of a villain in the sh the comics. So is that right? Yeah, I, don't I know actually much just about read her moving in episode issue. Really? And she's okay. like, I'm just gonna immediately swoop in on Archie, despite huh. the fact that Betty and Veronica were super nice and welcoming to me and asked me not to, and I said I wouldn't. Well, you know, Megan, he's a hot commodity I, in Riverdale. I heard the one she did, too, where she was like, I want to date this Archie boy. And she went to both of them and was like, you, you could do a lot better than Archie. And then they <laughs> both were like, yeah, we can. And then she was like, ha ha, Archie, all to myself. She's like, why did you I want that? The only time anyone realizes how terrible Archie is is when they're using it to subvert yeah. someone else's feelings for Archie. It's very weird. Anyway. But in this um, universe... Yeah, we, we see Ginger just kind of, like, overhearing and texting something. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, we have a quick scene with um, Archie talking to Jughead about his dad. Oh. And this is when they come up. Well, before with that, um, when they're all talking mm -hmm. in the student lounge, we get yes. Jughead putting his arm around Betty oh, comfortingly. Yes. And Betty puts Important her hand show. onto his hand. And yeah. uh, there's a look amongst every other person there that's like, oh. Archie makes kind of like a, like, oh shit face. And Veronica's just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just kind of like, this is happening? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, well, I like Veronica. Um, but, it was, it was, that was a very good shot. I forgot yes, about that. Yes, but anyways, um, you were saying. Yeah. Um, actually, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's how Archie starts it. Is he just like kind of runs up to Jughead in the hallway after this and he's like, hey, uh, are you and Betty 
a thing? And Jughead's like, we had a moment. And he's like, I don't mind. I'm just curious. I'm glad you don't um, mind, Archie. Yeah. Thank, I'm glad we have your permission, yeah. asshole. We're anyway. all waiting with um, bated breath. This, <laughs> waiting to see if Archie will approve. <laughs> um, but this is when Archie and Jughead come about um, come about come up with the little plan yes. to um, talk to Fred. Get their dads if, back together. Yeah, exactly. Reignite the bromance, <laughs> um, seemingly. Yeah. Um, and so they get they come up with a little plan, and they're like, "Hey, maybe Fred will give him a second chance, or something like that." Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the same kind of exchange with Betty and Ron talking about their relationship. Or, well, Betty and Jughead's relationship, or yes. whatever that is. And it's just a really wholesome little shot. I honestly love this. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Veronica's like, oh? And Betty's like, yeah, kind of. And then Veronica's like, if he makes you happy, I'm all about it. Exactly. Because I, this is the more understandable uh, world, I think, where Veronica doesn't really like Jughead. Because <laughs> Jughead's kind of a ding-dong in this one. Uh, definitely more so than he was in the comic books. Um, she refers to him as Riverdale's own Holden Caulfield, which I really liked. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very much wants to be that. Um, but yeah, she's she's just kind of like, you know, if he's makes you happy, I'm all for it. Yeah. Which I really liked. Well then, Veronica Lodge approves. That's adorable. God, they're so good. Again, um, we appreciate Veronica. As always. Um, and then... We have Mrs. Blossom. I can never remember Penelope her name. Penelope and Clifford. Pen- Aha! Thank you. Penelope Blossom talking to Sheriff Keller, basically being like, well, obviously Polly killed him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Polly broke out. This is insane. Blah, blah, blah. Um, or maybe, no, I don't know No, they, they didn't know that. I don't remember no, what Penelope God, was what? talking to Sheriff Keller about, but then Cheryl comes up and she's like, you have to let me be on the River Vixens again, yes. and I'll give you this hot intel I have. Yes, And her mom's right. like, because, fine. Because I think Sheriff Keller was talking to Penelope about the fact that they found the car, Jason's mm. car, but it got torched. Yes. And he's like, we're going over it for Prince or whatever. We're really close. Yes, yes. Um, And that's when Cheryl enters and says, one of my cronies <laughs> just yes. texted me. And this is um, where Ginger that- drops her knowledge bomb. Exactly, that Her Polly has escaped. conspicuous spying. Mm-hmm, very, very conspicuous. Uh, she's, like, making shocked faces and <laughs> yeah. texting a lot. <gasps> <laughs> um, but not only does Cheryl reveal to her mother and Sheriff Keller that Penel- or Polly uh, Cooper has escaped from captivity, um, but she also reveals that she's tweeted it to every one of her followers yes. that Polly killed her brother. So the pressure's on, yeah. as she says to Sheriff Keller. And Sheriff Keller's probably like, God, fucking this idiot girl. He's like, these fucking family is just I hate them. ruining my life. They're so awful. The Coopers and the Blossoms, man. If they were both um, dead, then this would be a peaceful yes. town. Like the original Honestly, Riverdale though, right? we all know about. Maybe that's what... Anyway, <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> I keep coming up with different We're getting theories. real sidetracked this um, time. We are, yeah. Could be a long it's episode, a, maybe. Yeah. It, it was just a little bit. Um, but then we have Jughead going home, 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 yes. to his trailer, um, where he finds FP, his father, who's looking real rough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, FP's being kind of a ding-dong He's about that. He's clearly drunk. Thing. Yep. Um, Jughead, I think this is when he tells him that Fred is willing to give him a second chance, and FP's like, oh, will he? I'm will too he give proud. me a second chance? Yeah. Um, he and you can tell me. I can't go back there. Yes, exactly. The, what would I be to go back hat in hand? It's like uh, Jughead a is responsible like employed. <laughs> exactly. Because basically Jughead's like, if you get your shit together, maybe Mom and Jellybean will come home and we can be a family again. Yeah. Um, and it really drives home that this, this is point... like a 16-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Yikes, yeah. guys. It's really rough, like, what they're putting all these children through. Yeah, they're children, um, guys. Yeah. We have now the scene where, I guess, just the whole gang, plus the Cooper parents and Josie and the Pussycats, are all searching in the woods for Polly. Yeah. Because very badly. As far as I can tell. Yeah. They're not good at searching. Have, like, 
This is a good search technique, though. They're like all bunched together. This is that way. They're not looking, it looks like. Very bad. Uh, we also had a quick connecting scene, I just remembered, where Kevin finds out. Basically, Kevin's like, oh, Cheryl just tweeted about Polly. Yeah. Thus, you know, inspiring them to go search for Polly before the Blossoms find her. Yeah. Hashtag sharpen your pitchforks. Jesus, Cheryl. Weirdly, so they're walking Betty's through the parents woods. are also searching with them. Yeah. I, I guess it makes sense because. She's their daughter, but I don't know why they, they haven't been supportive in any other sense. It. So it's true. No, I don't know. I don't know why Betty would tell them that they're doing this, or maybe they didn't have a choice. Honestly, yeah. Um, but we have a really great bit where Veronica is talking to Kevin about like, well, when my mom's being like this, I just go on benders where I get what does she say? My celebrity gal pal. Yep. My favorite gay. And um, some and. Arm sexy candy, eye ca- yeah. arm candy, I think. Yeah, dumb eye candy. Yeah. And then she's like, that's Josie, you. And Kevin's like, I'm honored. And then she looks and sees Reggie sort of like taking a selfie woods. in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, yeah, that'll work. It'll do nicely. Yeah. Um, which was a fun little scene. Basically, she's planning to get fucked up just to show her mom, teach her mom a lesson, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then we have the Blossom Party showing up dressed like fucking English fox hunters. Yes. Complete with bloodhounds. It's just ridiculous. Their aesthetic is good, though. It's very good. It's very good. Surprised aesthetic. they didn't have, like, they... riding pants on. And those little, like, weird hats. Yeah, little right? helmet that fox hats. Hunters always... Yeah, little whatever those are. And <laughs> and then they, like, face off in the woods, like the two parties, like, West Side Story style. Yes. With, like, the parents, and it was very it was funny, str- honestly. It was kind of They were goofy. like, where's Polly? Um, you think if I knew where Polly was, I'd be in the woods? Eh, eh. With the mosquitoes, Alice Cooper says. Yeah, that's a weird line. Um, basically, it's the two mean moms facing off. And then we have, I guess, Betty in her room talking to Alice, and Alice is like, oh, they don't have everything. They don't know everything yet. We've still got the higher ground. And then I guess Alice is just holding a press conference outside their home and is like, Polly's pregnant with Jason's baby. And like, cool, guys. the Blossoms, yeah, I know. <laughs> Blossoms get real upset and uh, leave. Oh. They really didn't know that? No, I don't think they did. And we have Betty and Jughead walking home after the press conference, I guess? I don't really know where they were or what they were doing, but they're walking down the street and it's like dark and yeah. rainy. The implication, I yeah, I don't know where they were. I don't know, but they're Walking talking. Home at night. Betty, yeah, Betty's blaming herself. Like you know, if we hadn't visited Polly, she'd still be there. Um, and he's it's like, just no, this being, isn't your fault. Yeah, and then we it's were like, no, nice, it's your couple. mom's fault. It really is. It's like the Blossoms and the Cooper parents. It's all. It's it's on them. Mm-hmm. It's not Polly's. It's not Betty's. Honestly. Um. And then while they're walking, Betty's like, you know, she used to run away before when she was little. One day she was gone for like a whole week. And then she thinks of something. And at this point, Megan and I are just like, well, this is going to be relevant. Yeah. They went ahead in this one hiding spot. <gasps> Let's check there. And she just kisses Jughead's like, thank you for walking me home. And then just leaves. Looking real happy. And Jughead, yeah, Jughead does a cute little smile and like turns and leaves. Yeah. Real cute couple shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty goes into the attic of her home, which is spooky well, she also as goes into her house and it seems abandoned. I don't know where her parents are also. I don't know, but... man. I I don't know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, if the press conference was at their house. I kind of thought I it was. I thought it was, but, but this is implying that they were all somewhere else and then they're all getting home at different times. Yeah. But anyways, she grabs the flashlight Either and goes way. into her scary ghost attic. Why is this a horror movie attic? I mean, Betty's attic always was whack. Full of creepy-ass dolls and a wedding, wedding dress on a, like, mannequin? Military uniforms. Yeah, it's very, it's very Betty Cooper attic, though, I yeah. gotta say. And she finds, well, rather, Polly finds her. She, like, sneaks up behind her while she's looking in a mirror. And puts oh, yeah, because she does mouth, the typical, like, done better. she sees herself in the mirror and is like, ha! Ah! And then she's like, oh, it's a yeah. mirror. It's just me. 
And then Polly shows up behind her in the mirror and, like, puts her hand over her mouth. And yeah. It's kind of spooky for a second. You're like, oh, it's Polly. Yeah. And she's just been in the attic, I guess. Mm-hmm. She snuck in through the cellar. And Polly is like, you know, she's like, oh, we were going to go to a farm upstate. We had all these plans. I just want to get to that farm. Yeah. And then Betty's like, oh, well, you know, now that the truth is out, <laughs> uh, you can probably come home, right? Now everyone knows what's going yeah, on. I'm There's sure no stigma. nothing bad will happen. Yeah, that's really yeah. naive, Betty. Like no and Polly's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't have your optimism, Betty. <laughs> yeah, she is the one who is institutionalized against her will by her parents. Betty still seems shockingly naive right now. Yeah, that was the only note I made for it, actually, was just that Betty is naive. Yeah. Um, And then we have uh, FP showing up at the Andrews Construction Company trailer, I guess. Yeah. Um, He's like, this is a step up. (laughs) Exactly. This is better than that tin can we used to have. And they have some, you know, they exchange some pleasantries. And FP gets his job back. Fred is like, you know, I'll give you your job back. I don't remember exactly what happens. I think he said it was the boy's idea. Basically, FP is like, oh, you know, I wasn't sure I was going to accept it. Fred was like, I wasn't sure either. Um, It was the boy's idea. Then Hermione shows up for her shifts i guess and fp and hermione have a little exchange yeah, because i forgot she's that like, they what are you previously doing had here? exchanges He's like i'm going straight don't scumbag. rat me out to fred i mean we get some good dramatic irony where we know that they have some shady dealings mm-hmm. but no one else does yeah um, oh he says that fred doesn't know he was a serpent so don't oh, rat okay. him out yeah, and then he makes some analogy about stepping on a snake. And <laughs> I wrote down dumb snake analogy. Yeah, that's about all there is to it, honestly. Snakes so. don't bite you if you don't step on them or something like that. Mm-hmm. All the dumb snake analogies yeah. are just... It's I, too much, guys. I did like that Hermione's face kind of was like, really? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, exa- it's something dumb like that. <laughs> Not- Totally threatening, I'm sure Hermione was really chilled by that. She does a really great face that's kind of like, come on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's dumb. Um, And then we have Ronnie talking to Betty, and um, Betty's just kind of like, I don't know what to do about Polly. Hopefully we can get her an apartment. And Veronica's like, you know, I'm totally willing to help. I'm sure my mom would too. And Betty's like, oh, I don't want you to. You've got your shit going on with your mom. Yeah, all this, all this shit on every angle yeah. in this fucking town, and then Cheryl comes in and it's just like, "Come talk with me." And they go in an empty classroom, and Cheryl's basically just like, "I want to help," and Betty's like, "I don't trust you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheryl's like, "Well, then don't trust me, but watch me like a hawk." But I still want to help. Yeah. Because she, she's like, this is honestly really wonderful. Like. She obviously very much cares about Polly just because she cares about Polly... Jason and she loves right. Polly by extension of that. Exactly. So she knows that Jason loved Polly and therefore she loves Polly as well. And she wants to help um, genuinely. Mm-hmm. But she also seems shockingly naive. Yeah, honestly. Um they're like, "Oh, you know, my parents are loaded." She I can Oh well, yeah, cuz she's like, no "What problem. can I do to help?" And I think Betty says something about like, "Well, she doesn't have anywhere to go or any money." And she's like, "Just I, money? Yeah. We have so much money. It's fine. I'll talk to my yeah. parents." And Betty's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yes, it's our grand that's your grandbaby. They'll yeah. totally be fine." Betty Exactly. I don't, I don't think that's true. See it that way though. Betty has very smartly not said to a single person where Polly is. She also didn't actually acknowledge that she knew where Polly was. Cheryl was just like, you're a terrible liar. That's right. Yeah, she's like, she's like, where's Polly? And she's like, even if I didn't know, I wouldn't tell you. And she's like, so you do know where she is. (laughs) She was like, no. And she was like, okay, you do. Cool. Yeah, it was very good. Um, We have Fred, Jug, Archie, and F.P., all going out to dinner together because they're like, yeah, hey, they get back how, to how'd your first day go? Mm-hmm. They get back to the trailer and, and the boys are yeah. there. Fred's like, oh, it's always hardest worker on the crew as always. And then they're like, hey, let's all uh, go. To and dinner. then Fred is weird so for they... a minute. And he's like, oh, uh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and we're like, what were you FP, doing? I Fred? think says like, <laughs> what plans? Yeah, do you yeah. Have? What are you canceling? I said. Maybe, I said maybe he had something with Hermione, but in that case, I feel like he would have just been like, ah, I've already got plans. Also, that didn't um, come up ever, so. That's true. Yeah, they did not address their relationship 
a part like Mm-mm. Fred and Hermione didn't really they discuss didn't really it at interact. All. This it episode. was discussed. Yeah, just that like half a scene. scene where he was like leaving the room when she came in. Yeah, interesting. So they all yeah, go out to pops together. Yes, and they're um, reminiscing over the good old days. Some guy bonding, some good guy the bonding. The band they were in and the car they had called the Shaggin' yeah. Wagon. Oh, yeah. oh god! Yeah, FP and Fred are reminiscing about their glory and days. And you can tell Archie and like, Jughead are like, "Oh, <laughs> we love hearing about our dad's That's fuck bus. Great, Dad. This is fun, yeah." Uh, FP is trying to connect to Jughead, but doing it kind of oh, in a condescending yeah. way. <laughs> it's like he's you're like, still doing that, right? Sounds really condescending the way he's saying it. It does. I don't think he means it to. I think he just doesn't understand it. And he's you still like your bird books? Girlfriend. Doing that ticky tacky on the typewriter. You like them books? around with your little little silly stories and things like that. Jughead very. I want to hear about this band. What was it called? Uh, it was called the yeah. Fredheads, which was very good. Uh, Archie, I think, is like, the Fredheads, really, Dad? And he's like, that's why I don't talk about that much, which I really liked. <laughs> it was dumb. <laughs> I'm dumb. Yeah. Ugh. He's like, I acknowledge this. I was dumb. Yes. Um, And then uh, Pop brings the bill over, and Fred's like, oh, I got it. And, and FP's like, my- I said it was my treat. And Fred's like, oh, you'll get it next time. Totally and normal thing. Gets- yeah, honestly. And then FP gets real weird about it. He, like, it. goes and stops Pop and, like, makes him like, take his money instead. Yeah. He's like, you it's owe rough, me man. this. And then everyone's uncomfortable. Well, don't forget, too, that Jughead's like, how about I pay? And then he's like, put your damn money away. Yeah. You owe me to Fred. It makes it really like, weird and kills the vibe. And then I think one of them tries to, like, oh, yeah, that's not too bad. And they, like, tr- try and bring it back. Mm-hmm. But it was iffy, for sure. Yes. Um, we have Hermione and Ron having a little bit of a tiff where Ron is about to, like, go oh, yeah. out clubbing. Her, her mom's like, it's a school <laughs> night. Like, she's like, you better not be going clubbing. And she's like, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, and then there's, like, a little bit of a standoff where she's like, oh, do you want to call Dad and tell him yeah. about what you did? Because I'd cancel my yeah. plans for that. Exactly, yeah. And then I don't think Hermione really says anything. She just kind of, like, it's it's a very stalemate, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, this whole scene, it's just them Veronica's seeing like, who's going to buckle first, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so Veronica goes clubbing. Yeah, and they look Josie, fabulous. Kevin, and Reg. They all look amazing. I don't know what this club is yeah, that they're fucking at in Riverdale that lets in well, they sophomores. Well, say something about their IDs later. So they... Oh, that's clearly right. got in yeah, without. I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it's not one of those clubs for sixteen-year-olds, which do exist. No, or at least they yeah, did. Yeah, there's when, one near us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the club was too called something like the Roving Eye, which I feel like has got to be a reference. Yeah, it was. But something I can't like think that. of what it's referencing. Um, but yeah, we've got them all clubbing, and we've got this really. I don't know how to describe this little uh, exchange, really, because Josie's like, oh, man, you know, you should hydrate, Veronica. You left your body oh, off on the dance floor. Weird. Yeah. And Veronica <laughs> starts talking about how, you know, the day my dad was arrested, they took everything. Like, yes. cars, yachts, club memberships, money, literally the clothes off our back, she which says. I question. Which I question. Yeah, I don't know about They're that They're like, strip, child! If- I was going to say, I don't think the IRS or whoever did that can just be like, take your clothes off, 16-year-old. Yeah. Give them to us. Put on Some these rags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then... <laughs> like, that's that's when Veronica goes and lives in the swamp or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Um, but her mom sat her down and was like, you know, they took all this, but they can never take your name. Um, yeah. And then Veronica says, and after all that, she took my name. Like, it, she forged this signature, and for all intents and purposes, she did take Veronica's name. Like, yes. the one thing she told her no one could ever take from her. And then we sort of end on that scene where Veronica's <laughs> looking upset, and everyone else is kind of like, uh, yeah. oh. It's kind of like, she's kind of barreling, maybe not barreling the camera, but it's like focused on her, mm-hmm. and then once she finishes, it pulls back, and you see them all sitting in their little VIP area looking really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then you have Arch, Jughead, and FP all jamming, apparently. Yes, in, in Archie's Fred's little garage, soundstage garage. Yeah, his yeah. dad built him. Um, and they're having fun. And at one point, I think FP goes to get a drink and Jug's like, oh, we should probably get home, Dad. Oh, yeah, and he's like, your dad keep beer in here? Yeah. And then he and, um, doesn't want him to drink. Understandable. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Jug or not Jughead. Fucking Archie, Archie is like class act. Hey, he what is. did you what did you mean when you said that my dad owed you? Literally like And Archie or FP yeah, is Jughead leaving. is like, no, don't do this. He like gets right he's like right up in front of Jug or Archie. He's got a hand on his shoulder, he's like, Maybe leave while we're quit while we're ahead. And he's like, It's just a question. And it's like Archie It's never just a question, Archie. You don't. No. And FP basically breaks it down and he says, you know, we started our business together, and he, you know, he only had you and your mom to support, whereas I had Jughead and Jellybean and his mom and hospital bills, which... That's unclear, bills? yeah. Yeah, don't know what that's about. And then he said he started doing some side jobs that weren't exactly on the level, and then he got uh, arrested, and his dad bailed him, uh, Fr- uh, Fred bailed FP out, mm-hmm. and then basically... Forced him out of the according- business. According to FP, forced him out of the business, said the bail money was his share of it, and so he, made him sign he never something saw, yeah, saying that was saw red yeah cent. the purchase price, but that his actual shares were worth ten times that. And yeah. then he pulls a flask and, out of his pocket and he's like, "I need something stronger than beer." And Jughead gives Archie like a "Come the fuck on." Man. Yeah, and then <laughs> we also gave Archie what? that look. Yeah, honestly. we were very mad at Archie. Um, yeah, it was fucking oh god he was just so tactless well, just like that attitude of like it's is. just a question it's like okay how's your fucking teacher partner girlfriend yeah, <laughs> how's exactly. this grundy archie oh it's just a question heard from grundy lately it's like come on man you you should it's know almost better. like especially people are sensitive about things yeah especially when your friend who's very like close to the issue gets in your face and says drop it and he's like no i won't drop it i'm in the right he's a dumbass it's it's real upsetting. Um, Archie is we no have one's favorite. A very no, definitely not. We have a very tense scene with Betty and the Blossoms <laughs> oh, yeah. at Pops. First of all, why does everyone gather at Pops? The only what, restaurant is there in not town. Not a better place to meet. Apparently, right? Anyway, Betty and the Blossoms are talking. They're the all Blossoms sitting in a booth terrifying. together. Betty's next to Mrs. Blossom in a booth, like trapped in the she's, middle. She's in the corner. She's next to Mrs. Blossom and across from Mr. Blossom, who's sitting sitting next to Cheryl. (laughs) Oh, God. Please don't do that. (laughs) Sitting next to Cheryl. Um, And basically the Blossoms are just like, oh, you're family now. We want to protect Polly. You're Blossoms now. We love you so much. It's real. It's very scary. scary, Honestly. Yeah. Because it's like none of this can be genuine, right? Like they're not actually... And also, Betty believing this is kind of scary, because, I don't know, man, how naive can you yeah, get? Yeah, Betty is blossoms? exceedingly naive in this. Especially this episode, it feels like. Um, it's very weird. And we have a really... This scene, honestly, was really sad, where um, Jug helps FP into the into their trailer and gets him down on the couch. Um, and his dad's like, hey, I'll, I'll sleep on the couch so you can sleep in the bed. You're staying, right? Like, you're gonna stay here? Yeah. And Jug's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to stay here. And he's like, I was talking to mom the other day. And he's basically just like filling his dad in on the family. And he's talking about how Jug- Jellybean's like, she wants to go by JB because she thinks it's cooler. And he's like, she's a 10 year old who listens to Pink Floyd and Metallica and thinks she's already as cool as she can get. Yeah. And FP's already asleep. Not like, even aware of it. He's heard none of this. Yeah. And it's. I don't know how he like took hard. a drink from his flask and then suddenly was like real fucked up. He must have done something else off camera. They, he must have been, yeah, like drinking more either on the way home. I feel like I got the Jughead impression that Jughead drove. He threw the yeah, keys exactly. at him. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I, I think in the time between Archie fucking up everything and the the Joneses leaving the Andrews house, yeah. I, I'm guessing FP just got more drunk, honestly. Because yeah. at one point Jughead like hides the flash. Yeah. Um, so that he can't have any more. So, um, and then we have a scene with Veronica, right? Uh, this is uh, not quite yet. We have one scene in between where we get uh, Fred's side of the FP Fred falling out story, mm-hmm. which 
was another tough scene, honestly, where um, it wasn't as clear cut as FP might have made it to uh, made it out to seem Mm -hmm. where it wasn't just the one time he was uh, getting arrested. He bailed him out tons of times. Fred says he was stealing from the company. And I really I actually will say that I really like the way Fred dealt with it because Archie's like, so I heard that you kicked, you know, screwed FP out of all this money or whatever. And he's like, well, that's FP's side of the story. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. Which I just thought was like, nice way to there's two sides that. to every story. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, there, you got to make sure you're taking into account everyone's viewpoint, I guess. Um, and he's, I don't know. It, it was just, I think at the end of that scene too, Archie says something like, you know, Jughead is drowning too. Or well, yeah. Like that. Mr. Um, Archie's, Mr. Archie. Fred's side of the story is that, <laughs> you know, this was not the only time he bailed FP out. He bailed him out a lot, right. and he helped him out a lot, yeah. and he gave him a lot of chances. And at a certain point, when somebody's drowning, they're going to pull you down with them. Yeah, and exactly. he couldn't do it anymore. And then Archie was like... Which is a good point. Jughead was drowning, too. Which just sucks. Yeah. No. Who cares if Jughead... Which is another good point, and as you pointed out. When you deal with addiction and things like that, mm. it, it's really hard. It is not yeah. a good answer. I, I honestly, no, there's not. And especially when it's such a sticky situation as this, where there's family, like work involved. Yeah. Exactly. I it's never don't easy. Don't envy any of them that. No, definitely not. Um, but this is where we actually have the scene where uh, Hermione and... Veronica kind well, of... Well, no, first we have, um... Oh, you're right, I forgot. <laughs> so, the they're at the club, scene. we cut back yes. to Veronica, Josie, Kevin, and Reggie are all hanging mm-hmm. out in their little VIP area, and the yes. guy comes up and he's like, oh, ma'am, your card's been declined, and she's like, oh, yeah? Was it reported stolen, too? <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's I like, guess yes, it, was. it was. And she's like, are you gonna call the police, and we can show them our IDs? <laughs> um, yeah. calling them and out. And Josie's just like, Josie drops the fact that her mom is yeah. the mayor too, yeah. Um, which was everybody very was good very cool parts. about it. Like Reggie was like, "Oh yeah, yeah you gonna call the cops on us? Go for it!" And then uh, <laughs> yeah. Josie's Maybe like, we can "Show them our ideas." Hey, yeah, Josie's like, "Oh yeah, I'll call my mom the mayor." <laughs> very and good. then Veronica um, hands the guy a bunch of cash she had, and she's like, "This will cover it." And then she's like, "I'm going home. Uh, my mom has blinked. Now it's time to negotiate." Yeah. This is what lodge women do. And then we get um, their negotiation. Yes. And basically, Hermione from Ron wants her to accept the fact that she's having an affair with Fred Andrews. And she can't give um, her answers about it. She can't say yes, what that means because, because she doesn't know. Yeah. And she, she, I thought she made a very good point that she's like, you know, your father made certain decisions that um, kept him apart from me he and kept him apart from himself. us. He distanced himself. That was, yeah, exactly. And she's like, now I have to make decisions about what I want and things like that. Yeah. Um, and Ron is like, you know what? Fine. Whatever. Yeah, concedes to that. And the only stipulation about that, she asks, is that um, she doesn't see Fred within the apartment building, yes. which is fair. <laughs> Don't date and in my Hermione's house. Like, <laughs> yeah, Hermione's like, agreed. Um... And then Ron also, her other demand is that she wants Hermione to tell Hiram about the forged signature. Yes, um, that she did she it want... and that Veronica had no part in that. Exactly. Because Veronica does not want Hiram to think that she betrayed him. Yeah. Um, it's very important to her. Because, yeah, it is. I, I really want to get more into their I relationship. I really want to see Hiram. The Hiram-Ron relationship is always an interesting one, I yeah. think. And Some different to in this. see exactly to see what they do with it in this situation, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I know we get him in the second season, yes. so I'm excited for that. Okay, um, so they all agree to that. Veronica agrees to stop the spending mm-hmm. and clubbing. Yep, as long as yeah, Hermione, as long as Hermione will, keeps up her end at of the one deal. point. Because obviously she can't just call him because he's in prison, right. <laughs> but she will tell him and she's like, I'll make sure he knows it was me. I'll take all the blame. Yes. Which was not a good resolution. I yes. 
Um, you made the point, though, that Veronica does not seem to get a lot out of this Yeah, deal. she really wasn't asking for a lot here. Yeah, she could have got more, I feel like, but whatever. But that's all um, she wanted, I think. I, I mean, and if that's what she wanted, that's what she yeah. wanted. Um, we have Jughead getting walking into the blue and gold office, mm-hmm. presumably. Yeah, after a rough Mr. night, dude. Like, he had enough shit going on already. Oh my god, this is just, this is a real rough episode for Jughead. <sighs> Um, cause he walks into the blue and gold office where Sheriff Keller and Miss Principal Weatherby are standing, looking at their murder board that they've recreated. Yep. And Sheriff Keller's like, I'm gonna need you to come with me. Um, and he gets him into a room in the school? I yeah, think. I it think wasn't they just the took sheriff's him to a office, classroom. was it? Yeah, just like a classroom or something. And he's like, basically, he's like, you know, we found some prints on the, on the Jason's no, you know car, what? you and they Betty. They did take him out because he. they walked him out of the school past Archie and Betty and he was like, call my dad. That's right. And That's then, right. As, he, as they're yeah, leaving. And then he was interviewing him um, at the station. And he says, you know, we found your prints, you and Betty. That's not surprising. Yeah. Um, but I, and he basically is like, but I did some research. Um, when Jughead was well, in well, When I ran grade, your prints, he came up with a prior. Yeah. Which was that when Jughead was, or it was like six years ago. So he would have probably been like, wasn't that what he said? It was, Jughead was pretty young, it felt like. I thought he was, like, um, in elementary school. Yeah, because basically Jughead was sent to juvie for a short term because he was, quote-unquote, attempting to burn down Riverdale High Elementary School. <laughs> Not Riverdale says, High like, Elementary School. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Just Riverdale Elementary School. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, see what they've got? They've got Riverdale Low Elementary oh, School, yeah. and then they've this got the, is the high one up on the mountain. School. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Riverdale Mountain. Yeah. Um, no. Um, so yeah, Jughead says, I was playing with matches. I was a kid. And then, yeah. Um, and I think he says something like, even you know that's like a, yeah, that's a weak link or something. A stretch. And then Sheriff Keller's like, well, I looked at your grades, and they're not awesome. Uh, yeah, he's no, like, he has, you've got... I, you looked you've been... at, I looked at your school records, and you get bullied because a lot. Because his grades are okay. Yeah. He's like, you bullied a lot, and Jughead's like, well, my name's Jughead. Yeah, which was amazing. <laughs> which I really loved. Um, and he's like, especially by the football team, which I guess would include Jason, huh? My name is Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And basically... A weird move from Keller to be like, Hey, you're Sheriff. a bullied weird kid, but you're the murderer. Like, come yeah. on. We've Would make seen anyone this before. Lash out. And Sheriff Keller is really pushing for this. and it's He's very aggressive, like, which could be a tactic. Yeah, it but it's be. rough. I'm sure he's not... I'm sure the Blossoms have some shit to do with this, honestly. Um, They're pushing really hard for this to get solved, so... Yeah. And... Uh, it's just a real tough scene, because Jughead's, you can tell that he's, like, visibly Well, hurting. he asks Jughead where he was on July 11th. The week of July 11th. And, that's <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> and then Jughead um, says, I want a lawyer. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, yeah very smart. The right call. Which is very, very smart. He's like, I'm not saying anything else, I want a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and then... And, um... Go ahead. At that point, we have the Blossom parents just... It's just a very small scene with Cheryl oh, yeah. and Penelope. And Penelope's, like, got a weird She's, book. like, reading a book, book, sitting is. up very straight, holding it in yeah, front of her. she's like, You said Polly was a party animal. Did you ever see her take drugs and explicitly? Cheryl's like, I don't think so. Why? <laughs> she's like, why? Eh, no reason. And then that's No, she it. says we, we wouldn't want, want an unfit mother... And then That's there's a right, long yeah. shot of Cheryl looking like realizing that this isn't going to go the way she And I think she, she says hoped. like, she's like, oh, of course. Yeah, she's just um, like, uh-huh. And we have Betty in the room with Jughead now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, he's like, is my dad here yet? And she's like, and she's no, like Archie's here. Archie's dad is here um, with his dad. And we can't find your dad, which is rough. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, you know, you know, no one thinks you did this. Like, I don't think you did this. I, None of I this. I won't let and, this happen. Won't let them do this yeah. to you. And it's a tough scene. Um, yeah. and then He's you have really a really nice. Yeah. I mean, understandably, I'm by this, this is. I'm kids acting. I, yeah, I've really come around. 
I think it's mainly the character of Jughead. Now we're pro Jughead, anti Archie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm really loving. I think it's Cole Sprouse who's doing this. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't keep yes. him straight, but he's doing such a good job. And then we have Fred talking to Sheriff Keller, and Fred's basically. Uh, I don't remember what leads up to it, but Fred's just like, "Hey, he was working for me that week, right?" He's like, "I had him yeah, turn um, up some drywall." Sheriff Keller's like, he wouldn't even tell me where he was. He clammed up right. right away. He gave me some lip, and it's like, and no, Fred's he like, didn't. "Yeah, he's working for me that weekend. He was doing construction stuff." Yeah, tearing out drywall mm-hmm. or something, and right? And he's like, "Sheriff Keller's like, do you Sheriff have Keller's some like, paperwork to back that up?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll check the time cards." Yeah, um, and then Fred, you know, they're they're leaving all together. It's Fred and Archie and Betty and Jughead, and they're walking out. And this is when FP walks Finally up, shows up, and he's like. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry I'm late. I didn't get your messages. I didn't, friggin' phone battery died. Didn't plug it in last night. Uh, And he's like, you okay? What happened? Jughead's like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine now. Um, And then uh, Foresight FP really starts to get worked out. Yeah, he's like, this is fucking bullshit. What are they accusing you of? Yeah, he's like trying to, I'm sure he has some beef with Sheriff Keller. Or just cops in general. Yeah, so he gets real riled up and he starts to go in and Aunt, uh, Fred is like, hey, you might want to step back, FP. And he's like, hey, fuck off. Yeah. He doesn't say that. But, but they like sort of push each says, other like, in that way. Yeah, the kind of like sometimes. angry dude push. Mm-hmm. And then um, he FP starts to go past Jughead and Jughead grabs him. and He's like, don't make it worse than it already is. Yeah, dude, you're not going to help anything and with this. FP is just like, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, and, uh, he starts leaving and he's like, are you coming with me? And I, I don't remember who says it, but basically Fred and Archie have offered for yeah, Jack to stay with them at the Fred moment. Fred says, you know, he can stay here. Yeah. If, if, I think he's like, if you don't mind, FP. And then there's um, a tense silence and then Jughead's like, no, I'll go with you, dad. And he doesn't really this is want a, to. And poor Betty's yeah. just standing there for like sort of observing i don't think she knew about a lot of this stuff going on i i think so yeah because at this point we have a shot extended shot of fp like you know he's 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 got kind of jughead by the face like the way that you do when you're like listen to me and he's just you can tell he wants to have this back but he just doesn't quite know what to do he's like you know you just gotta trust me like i'm working on it i need some time but we'll get back to the way we were. And it's just heartbreaking, yeah. honestly. Because you can see a son not believing his father and a father trying so hard to convince his son that he's trying. Yeah. And it's just really he rough. Like, it was Jughead, breaking my heart. Give me, I need another month or two, and I'll get it together. Yeah. And Jughead's like, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, what are you going to say? Yeah. Um, he wants that to be true, I'm sure. He does. Yeah. And I'm sure... I'm sure a lot of FP wants it to be true too. Yeah. Um, but I, I, addiction's a hell of a thing. It remains to be <laughs> um, seen how successful he will be in that. Yeah, I, and I believe at this point, um, Betty and Jughead kind of like say their goodbyes, and then they all go off. Yeah. Um, and then we have Hermione and Veronica sitting at the table with the phone between them, just kind of waiting. Um, yeah. And we we don't have a ton of this honestly Very brief scene. um yeah but hermione says you know whatever the consequences i'll accept it um and then she picks up the phone you know she phone rings phone, she picks yeah. it up accepts the charges and i think that's when it ends yeah um we have fred forging time cards for jughead mm-hmm. being an absolute boss about that yep. um archie's like seems <laughs> like you've done this before <laughs> yeah and fred's like we've all got our stuff fp's got his tricks i've got yeah. mine um, which I love. Yeah. Um, and then you have Polly, um, with Betty and Veronica sitting at the counter at Pops. Waiting to meet with and, the Blossoms. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I guess they've decided that the Blossoms are their best bet. And, uh, they're, I think they're just kind of sitting there when Cheryl walks in. Yeah. Um, and Cheryl comes over and Polly come, gets up and she's like, I, like I'm so sorry. Thank yeah, you for like, all of this. Like I know how close you and Jason were. He loved you so much. He talked about you so I know much. How much. Yeah, I know how much you loved him. Yeah. 
and you can tell that Cheryl's hurting too. Um, yeah. And then she's well, like, Betty's you like, need to where's get out your of here. parents? Oh yeah, yeah. And Cheryl looks at the both of them and she's like, you got, you need to leave now. Like my parents don't actually want to help you. They're trying to get Polly out of the picture. Um, Polly's like, what point, are we gonna do? Veronica's like, I got like, you need to come stay with me. My mom will be happy to help. Yeah. And she is. Yeah. <laughs> She's just kind of like, you know, you got now, it cuts to Polly, Veronica, and Betty standing in, like, the foyer of their apartment. Yeah. Hermione's um, got, like, a glass of wine. She's like, well, I'd love to like have a, you stay. Call like me Hermione. bathrobe. Yeah. She's like, yep, please, make yourself at home. Of course you can stay as long as you need. Aw. Anything else? Oh, Which was probably wonderful for Polly. Yeah. And... <sighs> Jug is now at Archie's, which I guess he's. Yeah, I think he stayed with, with Archie after that confrontation at the station because his dad was like, "I yeah. need time," and he's like, "Okay, I guess." Okay, I wasn't sure if that's what that was because yeah. yeah, I was real confused about how he ended up there. Yeah, so he's staying, staying with together. Archie for the time being. It's um, for the best, and yeah, I think so. Um, and that this begins the voiceover. We have Jughead kind of taking us out. I don't honestly remember what he was talking about, but the lingering shot that is the cliffhanger for this episode is we have FP in his trailer getting drunk yep. because, you know, Spiraling. that's how addiction works, yeah. Um, and then he kind of, like, walks past, and this is what, <laughs> I was, like, searching so much for clues in this scene <laughs> that he walks past a wall where you see, like, a strap of leather hanging, and I was like, is that his beating belt that oh, he used no. to beat? And then they pan over and you see what you're supposed to see, which is Jason's jacket hanging up in a closet. It's like and I was like, oh. The most conspicuous <laughs> oh. thing, though, dude. What the fuck? What, what the fuck, dude? What does that mean? Fuck. Damn, dude. Alright. How did Jughead not see that when he was there? Like the mini It Makes me think it was planted. It's like yeah, you don't just hang evidence in your fucking closet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Sheriff Keller hung fucking evidence in his yeah, office. Yeah, but he's supposed to have evidence. Yeah, that's his fair, job yeah. is to have evidence. <laughs> it's a Probably not at his house, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Honestly, like, can cops just be like, "I'm taking this evidence"? Sheriffs home? are it's slightly probably... different than like police. Elected, yeah. right? I yeah. I always forget that there's a difference between sheriff and chief of mm-hmm. police. Yeah. But that's our episode. Yeah. We have that final title right after that shot of Jason's jacket. We're like, what the fuck is happening with the jacket? Why is it there? Yeah. And there was a lot more in that car too. Yeah. Than just the jacket. Like there was a bunch of drugs um in that car, I believe. Yeah. But it was a real, real rough episode. It's not great, um, especially for our good buddy Jughead. No, no. I, I've been slowly. I mean, I've been slowly coming around on Jughead as a character. I think he's still kind of super pretentious, but I'm starting to get it more. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm just understanding him more, and I think I'm feeling the same a little bit about Archie. Same way, not as much. He's harder he to. Seems uh, dumber than everyone with. else. Yeah, just he like always did, though. He's true aware. to Archie. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds about right, <laughs> honestly. That's um, our Archie. But that is, that's our Archie. Um, and that is our yeah. kind of rough and depressing episode. Yeah, hope, hopefully this hits you guys a little bit um, less rough than it hit us after, uh, in the midst of all this... I don't madness. Know, turmoil. Yeah, madness, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But... Yeah, we will be back in a couple weeks with the next episode, and I'm sure it's going to be just as buck wild as this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't even know where things are going at this point. There's no so many threads. Now. Like, going through the recap. We're seven episodes in. Yeah. there's This is seven episodes. How many are there in a season? I don't know. Like, and they're so dense. <laughs> they are very dense. They're, the they're very good. Like, yeah, exactly. They're very filling episodes. Um but not, with a lot, not a lot of filler, though, That's which is honestly true. nice. Okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia yeah. oh, to see okay. how many I was just pulling episodes. Up there are 13 episodes in season one. Oh, so, so we are... We're more than halfway through. <laughs> we're basically halfway yeah. through, yeah. It's like what we were saying literally at the beginning <laughs> yes. of the episode. Interesting. Almost like we okay. knew. Yeah. All right. 
but Maybe, let's just pretend we did anyway <laughs> um but yeah that i think that's gonna do it for us today yeah. um uh, you know, as always, you can find us on varial, various outlets. Um, if you enjoy our show, please tell a friend. Direct them to, like, our website. Yeah, com, which includes all yeah. of our other social media links. And all our episodes, yep. if they just want to listen and there. And then you could email um, us, RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. And, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, send us some fan art. Send us ideas for the show. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear from yeah. you. And with that, uh, this has been Riverdale High Public Access. I've been Ezra. I've been Megan. And we will see you at Pops. Bye. Bye.